everybody. We are here for one reason. Jesus is alive. Now, I'm going to blow this shofar in just a moment, and there were several reasons they would blow the shofar in the Old Testament, but two of them I want to acknowledge today. One would be to signal a time of celebration, and second would be to signal the arrival of the king. I want us today, when I blow this shofar, I want us to understand we are about to embark on a glorious celebration that will never end because the tomb of Jesus is empty. And as Mr. Jimmy Lowry told me this morning, it's going to stay empty. He's alive and he's well. Anything is possible. So would you help me when I blast this shofar? Would you put your hands together and lift your voices and acknowledge the King of glory, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God? This Sunday, y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ died for our sins and was buried in a borrowed tomb. When the women came to the tomb, the angel said, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. The Lord has risen. Where, O oh death, is your victory? And where, O oh death, is your sting? Death has been swallowed up in victory. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. And if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He will also quicken your mortal bodies. Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. For Jesus Christ is risen and is alive forevermore. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.
Worthy 
but it means God help us now. You are mighty to save. We believe you to do that right now. Let's just sing a little bit of that right now. Thank you, Father. faces here and who is glad that we actually have sunshine today yes the 
the sun is shining in here and out there too. We are so glad to have you here today. We're so happy to see all our faith family here. If this is your first time with us today, if you'll notice in your bulletin on the back, it says first time here. If you will fill that out for us, and at the end of the service, if you will take it out of these doors when you're leaving, and to the right, there's a welcome center. We have a gift bag for you. So we have somebody that will be there to pray for you if you need prayer, but we also want to bless you with a gift. So if you brought somebody with you today, make sure that they visit the Welcome Center, okay? We want to bless you with that. couple of announcements. We will not have corporate prayer tonight due to Easter. We want you to spend time with your families tonight. Next Sunday is baptism. If you want to be baptized, there is a sign-up sheet in the foyer at the Welcome Center. We would love to have you be a part of that wonderful service. And on April 23rd, Sunday, April 23rd, we will be having Spring Family and Friends Day. Now, y'all, it's going to be so much fun. Right after service, I want you, we want you to come casual. And right after service, we're going to have hot dogs and all the fixings. We're going to have activities to do. But at the end, at the very end, the culmination of that day, we're going to have a family scavenger hunt. Y'all, we've got this, it's, one, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be telling the story of the resurrection. So we're excited. Families are going to be doing this together. If you are a single person, you'll have a family. We'll put you in a family that day, okay? You will not be alone, Josh. You won't be alone. None of you will be alone. We'll put you in a family. So we're excited about that day. We're excited about what God is going to do. So invite people, okay? Invite people. So now is a very important part of something that we do on Resurrection Sunday. How many of you understand that this day is the event that sets Christianity apart from every other religion? Amen. Today, our Savior is risen and He lives. Say it with me. He lives. Every other religion has a tomb where their Savior is. But our Savior's alive. Amen. So we're here to celebrate that today. Happy Resurrection Day. Wonderful, wonderful day. So if you need a tithing envelope or a resurrection seed offering envelope, and I'm going to explain that to you as well, y'all can come forward, raise your hand. We take up a special offering every Easter. It's called the Resurrection Seed Offering. And what we do is we ask God to tell us what is our best gift that we can give because guess what? God gave his best gift to us. Amen. And so um, if you would like to give in that, if you're a visitor today, we don't expect you to do that. But if you would, I see some more hands over here, guys. If you would like to give in that today, we would love for you to. This year, every year, we designate what the offering is going to go to. And this year is going toward expansion. How many of you are excited about that? Yes, yes, yes. You know, a lot of people may come and think if you're newer that this is the vision that God's just given Pastor Tim and Pastor Kim. This is vision that's been talked about and prophesied over this church for years. It's just the time, y'all. It's just the season. And we're so excited about what God is doing. Did everyone get a tithing envelope that needed one? Okay, I think that's it, guys. Y'all can come forward. We want to thank all of you who have already given online. For those of you that will give online, if you'll notice the screen, there's many ways to give. If you're prepared to give today, we're going to present our offerings to the Lord. So we're going to ask you to stand. Remember, it's not equal offerings. It's equal sacrifice. We know everybody's not going to give the same thing, and that's okay. You give what God wants you to give. Amen? 
So we're going to ask you to come forward and give today. Come excited. He loves a cheerful giver. treats for you today. Well, I would like to include my preaching, so I would say three special treats. I'm going to speak that by faith. How's that? But one thing that we're going to do at the end of the service is we're going to be partaking communion together for those who would like to partake communion. But I have to ask a question. Did Who did not get one of the little cups with the, the thing on top? Okay. All right, so tell you what, uh, give us a moment, and uh, Tim, maybe after the children, when they're going down, I'll come back up, and we'll take a moment while the next treat on our schedule is preparing.
and maybe we can get those distributed because the ushers will be back in by then. All right, guys, we can do that. Let's bless, let's bless this offering today. Father, our hope is in you. Our trust is in you. Today is a beautiful day in the natural, to the eye, to the senses. But God, today we celebrate the resurrection of our Christ, our Messiah, our Yahweh, our Lord, our King, our Prince of Peace. And Father, I pray right now, Lord, that with every offering, every element of resurrection seed that has been given as a some a step of faith, some a leap of faith. God, we have not tried to coerce nor uh, intimidate nor trick people into giving. All we said was do what the Lord says to do. God, you honor faith. You honor faith. The book of Hebrews chapter 11 says you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you and we cannot come to you except, except first we have faith that you are. So God, honor this giving today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody said, amen. Thank you. Now, how many of y'all love kids? Well, that's about half of y'all. Where's the other half of y'all? What do y'all like? Like puppies and kittens? But you can't like puppies and kittens if you don't like kids first, right? I'm gonna ask that again. How many of y'all love kids? We love our children here at Northview Harvest Ministries. We've got amazing children's ministries. We've got amazing youth ministries, amazing young adult ministries. And I'm excited about all of those. Pastor Michael, do we need to move this? Okay, we good? You need my mic? Lord, I lift 
Lord, I lift your name on high. 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 One more time. Lord, I lift your name on Thank you for the day that you have gave us. Thank you for another day of life. Thank you um, for the churches that you have gave us. And I pray that everybody that's sick to get better. And I pray that everybody has a good life. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you 
past the point of weary? Is your burden weighted heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's a home to steal Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can't save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. You can wipe away the tears of broken dreams and wasted years. Until the past will disappear. Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus and all the wrong turns that you would. Though it undo if you could, who could work it out for your good? Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can save. Aren't they awesome? Y'all show them some more love. Would you do that? 
That's exciting. I love it. All right, so ushers, are we available with the communion elements? If you did not get, if you want to partake communion today at the end of the service, when we, I will lead you in that. It's going to actually be incorporated at the end with the message. So uh, if you did not get one of the little cups of juice and a little wafer on top and the little combo deal, please hold your hand up and our ushers will they'll make their way to you. Sorry about that if we missed you. <clears throat> Tell you what, we'll get this section here in the middle and you guys on the outside will get to you so you can put your hand down until we get in the middle so you don't get your arm stuck in a cramp. But you in the middle, hold your hand up. They'll, they'll get to you as quick as possible. Thank you. And I, I apologize. Mrs. Bleeds was supposed to be up here to introduce the kids and our next thing to y'all, but the communion thing threw me off, so I wanted to get that done and expedited. Happy Easter, everybody, while we're waiting on that. You can just hang on to those for later, and if I forget to remind you later, Go ahead and shake it up a little bit because uh, sometimes those things have shelf life. And uh, we do the unfermented grape juice here, but I would almost swear one time one of those had been sitting on the shelf too long. So when we did communion, that thing bit going down. I was like, I believe that's the real thing right there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sometimes if you shake it up, it might just get stuff stirred up a little bit there. Mom, would you like to come and introduce our next, our next treat today? All right, so at this time, I'm going to ask Mr. Ronald Jones and Ms. Sylvia Poston if they will come up at this time. They're going to bless you with a duet. Show them some love while they're coming up. Still 
sits high above the mountains. King of kings and Lord is he, and all power is his forever. He still reigns, and empty tomb is there to prove death could never hold our king. He still reigns. He still reigns. This old world sends such confusion. Hearts are failing everywhere. And sometimes it seems that God just doesn't care. But don't you fear, for he holds our future. So let all heaven and earth proclaim he still reigns. He still reigns. He sits high above the mountains. King of kings and Lord is he. And all power is his forever. He still reigns, an empty tomb is there to prove death could never hold our king. He still reigns, he still reigns, an empty tomb is there to prove death could never hold our king he still reigns he still
Jesus does reign. He is the king of all kings. He is the king forevermore. He is the Lord of all lords. And one day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess and declare that he is Lord. Amen. If he is your Lord today and you acknowledge that, would you put your hands together and give him a praise? praying today that for Easter because I wanted it to be a big celebration not because we're just trying to get people but because I'm excited about what God's doing here at Northview Harvest Ministries I was praying for God to give us 400 people and I was told we've got 402 so welcome to all of you to those of you that are our regular folks those of you that are our guests we're so glad you're here and uh, for those of you that are regular folk, are y'all excited about what God is doing here? Because I am. Yeah. Mr. Tyler, you got my, uh, my presentation ready, buddy? Now, what I would like for you to do for just one brief second, I'd like for you to turn around to about three people, high five them or fist bump them or something, and tell them you're glad to see them today at Northview. And tell them Happy Easter. Now, one thing I like to do, and I want us to take just a moment right now, is I like to utilize social media, so I give you permission right now to get your phone or your tablet out, go online, go to Facebook or go to Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, and take a picture of this however you want to do it or type it in. Uh, but today, we're going to use hashtag witnesses, hashtag witnesses. And go ahead and, and put the location for Northview Harvest Ministries because I want people to know, hey, you were out here and you were excited about what God is doing. And today, my assignment is to preach to you a message that's going to be very brief, very interaction, very lots of interaction. But my assignment is to preach this, the burden of proof. Today, we're going to put Jesus on trial. But I'm not going to stand as the prosecuting attorney. I am going to stand in proxy today for the defense attorney of Jesus Christ. And I will gladly take upon my shoulders the responsibility of the burden of proof to tell you, to show you, and to prove to you that Jesus is alive. Amen. Well, four people got that. Thank you. Let me ask you a question today. How many of you believe without a doubt that Jesus is alive? Now in my burden of proof, what I am going to prove to you today without a shadow of a doubt, I will answer this question and the question is this. Was Jesus 
who he said he was. Because he said he was the son of God, the only begotten of the father. Was he really that? He said that he was the savior and the redeemer of sinful man. Was he that? He said that he was the deliverer of those oppressed and possessed of the devil. Was he that? He said that he was the healer of the sick, provider for those in need. He said he was a miracle worker. He said that he would be the mender of broken hearts. He said that he was the one who would open blinded eyes. He said he was the one that could open deaf ears. He said that he was the one who would open prison doors to those who were bound. So I submit to you today, was he really who he said he was? Today, as I stand before you as the defense attorney of Jesus Christ, I am here to make his case. I am here to bear the burden of proof and this is a challenge that I will gladly and willfully accept. I will present witnesses as my evidence. And at the end of this message, I'm going to ask you to be the jury. Was Jesus who he said he was. Now you may be assuming that I as a preacher that I'm gonna pull out a Bible and start thumping it and give you 2,000 years of biblical evidence. If that were the crux of my argument today, I promise you that I could pull out the scriptures and I could parse them very well and I could break down the word and show you biblically that Jesus was who he said he was. But I'm gonna come at things from a little different angle today. Imagine that, Tim Hodge coming at something. What y'all laughing at? Imagine Tim Hodge coming at something from a different angle today. Today, I am going to use witnesses to show and to prove my burden of proof. Today is Resurrection Sunday. When I wake up in the morning, I'm gonna be just about as happy, just as happy about resurrection as I was today. Come on, somebody, give the Lord a praise up in this house today. Because you know what? Just because, just because midnight will come tonight and a new day will be tomorrow does not mean we should stop celebrating the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if he is alive, folks, he has separated himself from every other man and every other religion that has ever been propagated on the face of this planet. I believe, let me back that up, I know Therefore, I bear the burden of proof that he is alive. Look at two people, tell them, I believe he's alive. <laughs> now, in the burden of proof, repeat after me. Ready? If Jesus is who he says he is, then he was who he said he was. Furthermore, he will be who he said he will be. 
Now, how many of y'all know lots of times and normally we go from past, present, and future? But today we're going to go from the present, we're going to jump to the past, and then we're going to leapfrog back to the future. So therefore, if Jesus is who he says he is, then he was 2,000 years ago who he said he was, and furthermore, somewhere in our tomorrows, he will be who he said he will be. Come on, on this resurrection morning, in my burden of proof, I would confidently and proficiently tell you the historical process of crucifixion. I could walk you through it after years of studying the, the, the actual medical proof. I could define to you and explain to you what happens in the mortal body, the human body, that Jesus was very much man and very much God. He was the son of God and the son of man. And when they nailed him to that cross, they nailed flesh to that cross because he died there for me and he died there for you. And I could take you through the whole process from the time he was arrested, from the time he was in the garden, when he's bleeding great drops as of blood out of his corpuscles and sweat glands. I could take you through to where they drove those nails through his wrist and broke the, severed the nerves and caused a monkey paw syndrome. I could tell you how the person that hung there had to pull themselves up to allow their lungs to expand. But when these muscles started cramping and they could no longer pull themselves up because they'd have to push as well and there were nails going between their ankle bone and their Achilles tendon. So in order to breathe, you had this excruciating pain and after a while, you just could not breathe and their, their uh, heart cavity began to fill with cardiac, cardiac fluid, pericardial fluid, to the point that when Jesus was dead, the Roman soldier, to be sure, took a spear and stuck it through his ribs, through his lungs, into his heart, and the Bible tells us that blood and water flowed. There wasn't water like we drink, it was pericardial fluid, because he died of suffocation and congestive heart failure. You may be familiar when you hear somebody that is on their deathbed, they, the old folk used to call it death rattles because they'd hear that gurgling in their chest. Have I got any nurses or doctors that would agree with what I'm saying today? When they stuck that spear into Jesus' side, that cardiac fluid come flowing out with blood. He was dead. Look at somebody say, he was dead. Today I could bring into account the historical records of Jesus' death from non-Christian sources, those that hated him, Jews and Romans, and I could present their testimony, their written evidence from history. But today, my burden of proof will come from living, breathing, contemporary witnesses who have encountered and experienced a Jesus Christ who is, somebody shout after me, very much alive. Somebody say it on this side over here. He is very much alive. Who would testify to me today that Jesus is very much alive? And can I tell you today, if Jesus is alive today, then the capstone of all the miracles associated with him the chief one was when he kept saying, they're going to arrest me, beat me, torture me, kill me, but three days later. He said it. A 
a minimum of six times in the gospels, he told his disciples, they're gonna kill me, but three days later. He told them as Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights, he said, so shall the son of man be in the belly of the earth. Three days, I'm coming again. Look at somebody and tell them, he told us, he told us, he told us. Three days, he said, and I'm coming again. I'm trying to be a defense attorney and not a preacher. Pardon me if I get too excited and forget who I'm supposed to be. But the capstone of all miracles, folks, was the resurrection from the dead. Again, in this burden of proof, I submit to you, if Jesus is right now, somebody shout right now. If he is right now who he says he is, then he was who he said he was 2,000 years ago. That's my whole argument today. That is my whole logic today. If Jesus is right now, if he is right now who he says he is, then surely he was who he said he was 2,000 years ago when they killed him and put him in a borrowed tomb. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if the world would tarry another 2,000 years, he said he's coming again. He said he's the Lamb of God. He said he's seated at the right hand of the Father until the Father makes his enemies his footstool. Come on, somebody. Then if he is who he said he is currently, then he was who he said he was, and he is gonna be who he is going to be now I'm going to call my witnesses are you ready my witnesses are those whose lives have been touched changed and impacted not by a religion did you hear what I said not by Christianity but by the Christ the living Lord of Christianity. I'm not talking about people who have been impacted or influenced or changed by a religion, but by a personal encounter with the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. Have I got any folk that would qualify in that today? So, in my burden of proof, to prove to you that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. Then my first witnesses I will call now. Who in this mass of people has had your life radically changed for good because you have a personal, ongoing, daily relationship with the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. If you can say that's me, I want you to stand up to your feet. You have had your lives radically changed for good because of a personal, ongoing, daily relationship, not religion, but a relationship with Jesus Christ. Then if that's you, I need you to testify in this courtroom today and let me know he is present tense who he says he is. High five somebody if you're standing and say he is that and more. You may be seated. Next, I bear the burden of proof that he is who he says he is. Therefore, he was who he says he was. 
and he shall be who he says he shall be. Next for my, my witnesses, I call this. Who in this room has had your sins washed away and you can't explain it, you don't have the vocabulary for it, your theology is not deep enough to talk about it, but you know in your knower without any doubt today, you know he has washed you white as snow and from the inside out, he has made you a new creature and that has only come about because of a personal experience you have had with a resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. If you know this is a reality in your life, I want you to stand up and shout hallelujah. Look around. Look around at the witnesses. If he is who he says he is, then he was who he said he was, and he shall be who he said he will be. You may be seated. I've got more witnesses to call. I told you I will not back down from showing you and bearing this burden of proof. I will prove to you that he is who he says he is. He was who he said he was and he shall be who he said he shall be. Who in this building has prayed to a living Jesus Christ. Not a mythical religious figure, but who has prayed intimately from your heart for healing for yourself, your child, another family member, a loved one, or you have been prayed over and you witnessed divine, supernatural, miraculous healing come through that prayer. And I'm talking about anything from a cold to a cancer. If you can say yes to any of those, I want you to stand and affirm the Lord living Lord Jesus Christ is a healer. I want you to give him a praise and shout, he is a healer. He's a healer. Hold on, stay right there just a minute because my burden of proof is this. You ready? Dead doctors can't heal you. Let me tell you, dead healers can't heal you. But you can make it a doctor's appointment with a living doctor tomorrow. But you can make an appointment right now with a living Lord who is a healer because those who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means delivered in anything. Somebody give him one more praise in this room. Hey, come on somebody. 
I wish I had some folk that know that God's a healer. He is a healer. You know why? Because you're looking at a fellow right now, You, some of you have heard my story. I'm supposed to be crippled. I'm not supposed to be able to walk. I'm not supposed to be able to stand behind this pulpit. I'm not supposed to get out there and walk around those 166 acres and pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm supposed to be crippled according to the specialist. But let me tell you about my living Lord Jesus Christ. He came in and healed my body. Hey, he healed my body because he is who he says he is. He was who he said he was and he shall be who he said he shall be. Give him one more praise while you're seated. Hold on, I got more witnesses. I told you I gladly bear this burden of proof because I just don't believe in Jesus. I know Jesus. Because he walks with me and he talks with me and he calls me his very own. Come on, somebody. Do you know him today? Don't do you know about him, but do you know him? Not just do you believe in him, the devils believe. I need to hear from some witnesses today that know him as a living Lord. For my next group of witnesses who in this building has experienced any type of need in the form of lack, lack of money, lack of food, lack of employment, and etc. And in your time of need, you prayed to a resurrected Lord and provision found its way to your life. Miraculously, money was given to you without you having to ask or to borrow. People showed up at your house with groceries for you and your family. Somebody called you with a job when you were jobless or when your job wasn't getting it done. Somebody contacted you with an offer of a better job and better pay. If you've had any of those things happen and you know it was God moving as a provider on your behalf, I want you to stand up to your feet and give him a praise in this room today. Come on, if he made a way where there was no way. If he made crooked paths straight for you to walk through. If he made high places low for you to walk through. If he made it happen when there was no other way. I wish somebody would give him a praise in this room because that's what a living God does. High five somebody say he's alive and well and he's still making a way. Glory. Somebody shout, I have no doubt. If you stood up as a witness today, whatever you stood up for, I dare you to say, I have no doubt. 
I have no doubt that Jesus is right now who he says he is. And because I know who he is, I believe who he said he was. And I believe he shall be who he said he shall be. I bring to you the burden of proof. In this great form of witnesses, who has personally experienced disastrous scenarios in your life? I'm referring to things like death, death of loved ones, death of parents, death of a spouse, death of a child. How many of you have faced imminent, impending, any moment danger to you and your family? How many of you have suffered repeated abuses, verbal, physical, sexual? How many of you have experienced threats of your life and upon your life? How many of y'all have experienced potential cataclysmic loss of your home, foreclosure, fire, or a loss of your career, or a loss of your business, or anything else that you could experience losing, loss in? And in the midst of all of that chaos, you lifted your eyes up to heaven and you opened your mouth and you prayed not to a religious figure, but you prayed to a very present religious, non-religious and religious resurrected Lord. You prayed to him and he came in and he gave you peace in your heart your mind and your soul and in the process of time he brought you through all those things and he brought you out of all those things and if any of you can qualify as witness to any of these things I want you if you have no doubt whatsoever that Jesus Christ is currently serving and surviving and operating as a deliverer. If you can say he has delivered me, I want you to stand up to your feet as a witness and give him praise right now. Somebody shout, he brought me out. He brought me out. He brought me out. He brought me out. The old hymn says, he brought me out of the miry clay and he set my feet on a rock to stay. I wish somebody would help me say, he's alive, he's well, and he is who he says he is. You can be seated. I got one more group of witnesses I need to call. I could call more, but I'm gonna stop right there. Cause see, when you know him, the burden of proof is no longer a burden. Danny, when you're walking with him and you're talking with him and in your best times and your worst of times, he's right there. You don't have to look at the burden of proof as a burden. Nope, 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 nope. We teach our kids this little song. This little light of mine, I'm 
going to let it shine. You know what? I don't have a burden of proof. All you're doing today right here in this room, you're just letting your light shine. Hallelujah. Everybody that has stood up to bear witness to carry with me this non-burdensome burden of proof, all you've done is you said, I'm going to let my light shine. I'm not going to let Satan blow it out. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hallelujah. I got some folk in this room that may want to say, the joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Hallelujah. My joy comes from the king of glory. But I got one group of witnesses I need to call on. One more. Who, in this conglomeration of humanity, has prayed to the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ for certain specific things. Now, what I'm saying, I'm not saying, Lord, I pray the sun come up tomorrow because you know what? That's just going to happen. But I mean, how many of y'all have dialed up the number of what you need? You dialed up the time when you need it by. You called out the specific situation of what you needed God to do in your life or your marriage or your workplace. Come on, somebody. Or how many of you, you just felt like you wanted to have a certain thing, you've honored God, you've blessed God, and there's a certain thing that you want God to bless you with, and you gave God the model number. I ain't getting no help up in here. I'm talking specifics. Look at your neighbor say, that man talking specifics. I mean, if I got any gun lovers in here today, you're just not praying for a nine millimeter. You're praying for a Kimber nickel-plated, pearl-handled nine millimeter. Y'all ain't help. I mean, you call, I want a Glock. I want a Glock. You start giving the model number and what generation. I just don't want God dropping some Caltech in my lap. I ain't getting no help up in here. I mean, you pray and you believe in God. You've been serving God. You've been honoring God. And you say, God, you know what? I need a new car. I've been faithful with this and I've been faithful in my tithe and in my giving. And I know you said you're a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. So God, I'm praying for a new vehicle and here's what I want. I want this model. I want this color. So who in this congregation has prayed those types of specific prayers. Mandy, Mandy came up here last week. She said the best $20 she ever gave in the church. <laughs> well, she put a $20 bill on the altar. And man, the next week, Pastor Michael took met Pastor Michael. They did a service together. She was leading worship. He was preaching in a youth service. And lo and behold, look at that. Now, all these years later, because she was praying for specifically what kind of husband she was. I ain't getting no help up in here. I'm getting too deep for some of y'all now. Y'all just used to throwing out that big net and say, Lord, whatever little fish you want to put in there. <laughs> I need to talk to the folk today right now, though. I need to talk to folk that have prayed for things specifically. Yes. Who in this conglomeration of humanity has prayed to the resurrected living Christ for specific certain things? And I mean a detailed prayer and request. And those things came about to the of what you had prayed for. Can you bear witness today that things such as this could have only come about by nothing less 
miracle performed by a resurrected Lord. If that's you, I want you to stand up to your feet and give the Lord a praise up in here. If he is a miracle worker, specifically, Oh, I wish somebody give him a praise like he's worthy of up in here. Well, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hey, he is the son of God. Can I get a witness on that today? He is the savior of the lost. Can I get a witness on that today? He is the healer of the sick. Can I get a witness on that today? He is a provider to those who find themselves in need. Can I get a witness to that today? And on this special day, he said in John 11 and 25, he spoke to Mary and he said, Lazarus' sister, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Oh, let me back up and do that again. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, Jesus said, though he may die, he shall live. If you believe he is the resurrection and the life, give him a praise for a moment. Praise team, make your way on up here. Now let me ask you a question. Hold on, you in a congregation. I got you're the you're the you're the jury. I need a verdict. I need a verdict. I am calling for a verdict. Is he who he says he is? I mean, do you know it? Do you know he's alive? Have you walked with him? Have you talked with him? Have you seen his hand flex its muscle in your life? Have your sins been washed as white as snow? Do you know the peace of God that passes all understanding? Is he alive? Is he well? Then if you're in this room today and you are not born again, you can say in all of this commotion, you can say, Pastor Tim, man, you about made me believe. Or you can also say, Pastor Tim, I believe, but uh, I just can't go down with all that. Can I tell you today, by the authority of the name of Jesus Christ, He will forgive you of your sin. It is not enough for you to believe. You must repent and make him the Lord of your life. But let me tell you something, baby. He will change you more than you could ever imagine. This cup that we're about to 
respond to the Lord with has juice in the bottom of it, symbolic of his blood. Shake it again. I don't want anybody making funny faces later. This blood, this blood, this cup symbolizes his blood. And can I tell you in this room today, if you're in this room, if you're under the sound of my voice, if you're watching this online, hear me well. There is no sin that you have done that the blood of Jesus will not wash away. Can I get a witness from any born again children of God in this room today? So Father, right now, we take this cup. I believe the verdict has been cast in this room. God, I have borne the burden of proof and I've had a whole bunch of witnesses that have testified without a doubt of the things that you are doing and have done in their lives. And dead men cannot do what you have done. You are alive and you are well. So the burden of proof is not a burden after all. But proof is proof. God, this cup and this wafer, we acknowledge as the blood and the body of our Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life upon the cross. Broken in his body, it was broken. He was smitten of God and afflicted as he took away our sin. I want you to take this little plastic thin transparent film on the top. I want you to pull that back and take that little light white wafer out of the top if you would. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. Anybody else serving him with me? The night he was arrested before he was crucified, he had that final supper with his disciples and he took that Passover meal bread and he lifted it up and the Bible says, records his words. He looked at his disciples. He said, this is my body. It's gonna be broken for you. And the Bible says he lifted it up to heaven and he blessed it. He break it, break it. And he gave it to them and he said, take and eat. So today we take and eat in remembrance of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you would peel that little aluminum lid off of the juice. That same meal after they'd eaten the bread, he took the cup and he said, this is my blood. Listen to me now. He said that is shed for the remission of the sins of many. Can I tell you today that if you will call out to the living Lord, there is still power in the blood of Christ and he can still wash away any sin and cleanse you from any stain.
So I want you to lift that cup to heaven. And I challenge you today to repeat these words after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you today as my living Savior, wash me fresh in the blood of Christ. As the prophet said, my sins may be as scarlet, but you will wash me white as snow. So Lord, we thank you for the cup. We thank you for the precious blood of Christ. And we take and we drink. And as we do that, let's worship with this final song today. Thank you for the blood, Lord.
Come on, can you give him one final praise as we acknowledge today? Today, we have carried the burden of proof that he is the son of God. He is, is, was, and shall be the savior of the lost. He is the healer of the sick. He is the provider to those who are in need. He is today a deliverer to those who are sore pressed, oppressed, and possessed. We have borne the burden of proof today that he answers prayer. We have passed, we have reached a verdict. He is who he says he is. Which means he was who he said he was. Which also means he shall be who he said he shall be. Would you give the Lord one more praise while you're seated? You can be seated. Now, for those of you online, thank you for joining us, and uh, we're going to disconnect with you. We're going to leave the uh, online format because we're going to talk about something in-house that, sorry, we can't put out on the internet. So we love you. Y'all in this room, show them some love out of the internet land.